now live and on lockdown. Are you ready? Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland and across the globe. Listen here. You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast on Hearts on Live Radio with your host, Fraser Ramsey. Hi, this is Afia Letha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonglive.co.uk. Um, and hello, happy Saturday to you all. It's Fraser Ramsey, your host of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders back on the radio, the wireless, what are you going to call it these days? If you're old, it's the wireless. But uh, yeah, back from a holiday in America, back from uh, catching up with people in Florida, catching up with people in Philadelphia and New York. And loving every bit of it. It was fantastic. Catching up with people like Brent Mann, Itachi, Sevilla, uh, Altavis in Philadelphia. Um, lots and lots of people in Sakia. Anyway, I won't go into the list. It'll take me forever. But it's such a great fun. Uh, I'm back in the studio. As I say, I'm refreshed. And basically, tonight's show, we have a, f- a hero. A hero is going to be on the show, my guest. Now, it's the kind of hero that runs into a burning building while we run out. Or if there's a, somebody been trapped or anything, he runs into the into the buildings and basically what you call heroes. Now this is the kind of guy that you would never actually get. Uh, why am I feeling nervous? Because I'm being videoed here. <laughs> I'm not ignore it. <laughs> but anyway, it's all good. But never mind. Um, um, but it's all good. But anyway, we've got our, our guest is a hero. He's called Lindsay Z M Guni. If I pronounced that right, you still there? How you doing, Lindsay? You there? Welcome. Can you hear me? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Well, before we introduce this guy and before we chat to him, we thought the appropriate song for women who tend to, well, if you like a, a fireman in uniform, we'll leave that one there. But we'll play a, a song that will be entice you just to Saturday Night Live. It's Saturday Night Live on Hearts On Live with Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders. And I'm back in the studio feeling refreshed and after a good holiday and some great connections making. So we'll be back, we'll be back with Lindsay uh, talking about his... Um, Basically, what, what, being a fireman, etc., etc., and we'll talk about his life and his new book as well coming up in the show, so we can take it from there. So uh, we'll be back after this a bit of tune from Molly Tyler, Trusty Chong, Trusty Eighties. So uh, get get yourself glad drags on it's Saturday night, and uh, let's uh, jive just a bit of this.
and welcome back to Ramsey Lynch Going Beyond Borders, a classic by Molly Tyler holding it for heroes. So we bring our guest back. Lindsay, how you doing? I'm doing very fine, thank you. How good, are you? good, good, good. How is your day at work? I was working a day shift for the second time this weekend. I started yesterday, so it's my second day shift. Was it busy? I knocked off. I knocked off just now at uh, 1,900 hours. Okay. Well, I just arrived home at 2,100 hours. Okay. Was it busy today? No, it wasn't busy up until later this afternoon at about 5 when the rain started. There were some torrents that started uh, causing flash floods. Right. Okay. Yes. But oh. in the morning we had a tree that fell into the road, so we had to cut it off. Ah, something pretty simple, simple. So let's tell us about tell us about your life. Tell us about life growing up in South Africa. You obviously that's where you're from. Uh, tell us the well the town you grew up in in South Africa, and tell us a bit about your life growing up. Yeah, first of all, let me acknowledge uh, and say thank you to inviting me to your show. Uh, it's very wonderful. No problem. Uh, I must be honest; it's the first time I've been in invited to a radio show and yeah i'm a bit nervous but i'll do ah, my best just chill out man just, just chill out just, just chill just chill just sit back <laughs> relax and take it easy you'll be fine yeah for, for <laughs> sure for sure okay my name is Lindsay zetimguni the z stands for uh, the king's name the zulu king's name Zulitini mm-hmm. uh, is my middle name I'm Mguni. My clan is Mguni. Mm-hmm. I was born in 1976, February the 2nd. So I'm quite a, an old chap, eh? <laughs> not bad, not yes. bad. No, uh, older, yeah, they say life. They say life starts at 40. Yeah, maybe uh, it's the uh, beginning now. You're still in your prime. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was born in Umzimkulu. It's a village in uh, KwaZulu-Natal. Mm-hmm. And it's not so big, but uh, we've got big people with big hearts there. Cool. So I grew up there, and I went to primary school. I studied in various primary schools, and because of life circumstances, I had to move with my mother and mm-hmm. brothers from school to school because she was a single mother. Okay. So we had we had to move from place to place and enroll in different schools. So after primary school, I had to go to high school. Mm-hmm. Also the same story, move from one high school to another. Eventually, I settled at Clydesdale Senior Secondary School mm-hmm. in 1993 when I was doing Standard 9, which is now grade, uh, grade 11. I'm not mistaken. Standard it's grade eleven, yes. Okay, then I completed my high school studies there, mm-hmm. and from there I went to study in Port uh, Elizabeth Technicon. It's now called Nelson Mandela University. All right, fantastic. I, yeah, I went to study uh, wood technology, uh, so I wanted to become a sawmiller. Mm-hmm. And I studied for three years there in George. What a lovely place. My friend just went there the other week and he sent me pictures of that place. I was so delighted. So did you want to... a wonderful time. 
Did you want to become a joiner or something, or or a carpenter type of thing? Is that what you were thinking of? Sawmiller is uh, the person who runs the the sawmill, the wool sawmill. All right, so I, I was I saw obviously sewing stuff, but so I just want more getting more detail of uh, what you wanted to be, but yeah. obviously for a sawmill. Yeah, it's the factory, it's the wool factory that uh, manufactures blanks and boards and yeah. kinds of okay. products. Cool. Yes. So after completing that uh, national diploma, I went to work the factory where they used to sponsor me, mm-hmm. my bazaars, uh, uh, the bursary. Okay, I worked for a year there and I resigned afterwards because the unfavorable, unfavorable conditions for me. Right. That was 1998 when I left the company. 1999, I started looking for work again. Sure. And it was difficult. I couldn't get a job. So my... <laughs> Um, my uncle's neighbor told me, hey, there's opportunities. You can come to the fire brigade and join us there. So I went there and I enrolled. I trained for half a year as a firefighter. That's good. So for six months I was training and it was uh, a bit uh, tough. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you relax a bit. You're saying a bit nervous here, but don't worry about it. Um, in your first interview, but don't worry, you're going to have another one. I know you're going to. You've got. You're signed up for another interview on a Speakeasy podcast with LTV Spelzer. I know that she's wanting to interview. So, well, if you can go, if you can handle me, you'll handle anybody. Don't worry. Don't worry about it, man. Come on. It's just like having a conversation over a fo- telephone. That's all it is. So, uh, it's all cool, man. Just take take it easy, man. You'll be fine. So, um, okay, let's so. Let's backtrack a little bit. Life, obviously, with how was it quite difficult? You said with your mum travelling back and forward, obviously having to move a lot. Was that was she moving a lot because she had to get jobs, and that's just where the work was? Because obviously, with being a single mother and having to look after uh, a, fam- a family on her own, did you find it quite difficult? Because obviously, when you're at a, maybe at a school or at a place, you're meeting new friends, and suddenly you have to move again. Was that quite difficult for you? Yeah, life was quite difficult. I was born uh, in a not so well-to-do family. Um, my family was myself, my two brothers, bigger brother and younger brother, and my mother. So we had to go to relatives and stay with them because we didn't have a home. Mm-hmm. I stayed with my grandmother and my aunts, quite a big family, relatives. Sometimes we have to move because my mother had to go and work somewhere, so we moved with her. Okay, and from there we managed to complete uh, our studies, primary studies, and went on to, like I said, uh, university. Yes, university. Different. Okay, but was it quite? I mean, uh, moving schools kind of been that easy every time, just to try and uh, try and keep it. Yeah, I was the first one to complete my trick at my at my at my home. Right. Okay, that was good. That's how, yeah, that's how difficult life was uh, when I grew up. Uh, yeah. But uh, then I became the breadwinner, so obviously I had to. Uh, Good. Earn some money. We could. Yeah, we 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 struggle a bit, and we have to make means with whatever we have in the family. Right. My mother was getting older, and she had to. Start retiring, you know, thinking of retirement. How many, how many siblings have you got? I've got two siblings that I uh, 
but my late brother is now uh, I'm left with my younger brother now. Right, okay. So just to Yes, my younger brother is also a firefighter. He's with me here in the city of Tswana. I'm hired at uh, the city of Tswana now. And you know, in Tswana, okay. So you say so your yes. o- your older brother's a firefighter, yeah? My younger brother. I'm, I'm the eldest now because my bigger brother uh, is late. Oh, did he pass? Passed on. Right. Yes, yes. Was that, yes. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so you're, you're the, so basically you're the main thing and keeping things going. It's good, to, well, at least keeping it in the family and your brother is a firefighter as well, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he in the same station as you or is he somewhere different? No, we work in different stations. Uh, we also work in different shifts, uh, uh, yeah, but it depends on what uh, we are sta- um, posted upon. Right. We can be in the same shift, we can be in the same station. Right. But because we are the same rank, we are officers, so we work in different stations. Okay. So how, how yes. so when, when let's just go, we're we'll going a little bit into your fire training. So you decided to train to be a fireman. Um, so tell us, what, what was the process of the training? Tell us a bit of insight, was it, and what you had to do. Obviously, you've got to get probably into a physical certain shape. And the fire, tell us a little bit the... The obviously the fire brigade in South Africa is it in, compared to say what you see in the television maybe from the UK or in America? Yeah, I, I write uh, quite extensively about my training in my book mm-hmm. uh, as a recruit. Uh, but just to be short, when I joined the fire brigade, it was in two thousand, uh, and I was a bit young and I was a bit. Uh, fit and fresh by that time, mm-hmm. so I withstood the pressure that goes with the training. Uh, to tell you, uh, we started in my group. We started, I think it was about 110 people that were called for the uh, for the training. But when we, uh, when we ended, when we finished the training in June, from January to June, mm-hmm. there was about 30 of us. Wow. It was a rigorous training, tough training, uh, more like you see in the military, but uh, not quite. Uh, we were trained by uh, guys like Mr. Humphreys, Mr. Lensley, uh, who were quite uh, strict and yeah, they didn't take any prisoners, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. Uh, Mr. Peggy Lamini, those were the uh, instructors that uh, gave us the fi- basic firefight. To to just summarize the firefighter, firefighters are people who are trained to rescue people from burning buildings and accidents and other miscellaneous uh, occurrences, like you said in the, in the first int- introduction. Yeah. So we also trained as uh, medical personnel. Uh-huh. at the level of uh, emergency medical technician, basic. If you like, you can also go advanced. Cool. So we are we are firefighters. We also treat patients as well. That's good. Uh, yeah. In the overseas setup, I see that firefighters concentrate only on one a specific function. Like, for example, if you are an engineer, a pump engineer, you are just a pump operator. And the firefighter in South Africa is quite uh, multi-skilled. So we will be asthma technicians, we'll be urban session rescue technicians, 
will be basic firefighters, will be basic uh, ambulance assistants. So yeah, that's the basic setup of a firefighter in our country. And we are also uh, registered with the National uh, Fire Protection Association, NFPA of America. We are accredited by that NFPA uh, councils. Okay. Yes. So, what's the? Tell us a bit about the one of the some of the scenarios that you have. You had any really worst? What's the worst case scenario that you've had? And what's your worst case scenario? Yeah, we'll say. I don't know. You've obviously you've run into burning buildings. What's the worst fire you've seen in you in the time that you've you've been in as a fireman? Okay, I'll tell you of memorable uh, scenarios. Uh, not necessarily the worst case scenarios, but when I was training as a firefighter in Pinoni, we, okay, my basic fire training was in Pinoni uh, Fire and Rescue uh, Emergency Services, which is now falling under the municipality of Ekuruleni. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the big municipalities amalgamated the smaller munis- municipalities. Right. So, Pinoni uh, Fire and Rescue Emergency Services trained us as basic firefighters. But we turned out to calls if there were calls as recruits. Mm-hmm. So this call, uh, it was of Tinas. It was at a paint factory. And there was basically more thinner than everything else there. So the, when we were busy fighting the fire, there's recruits, some of the drums, 200 millimeter drums, mm-hmm. uh, would explode right in front of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was terrible for, for us as recruits to experience that uh, because we are not skilled as yet. Mm-hmm. So that was quite a scary incident for, for me. Uh, but there were also other incidents in the length of my career. For example, um, I went to international rescues like Haiti, and I also went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also went to the Philippines. Cool. The Haiti incident was the most terrible incident that I've ever been to as a firefighter. Well, it can't have been easy. Yeah, yeah. So... That's your most terrible. So, is any with a lot of firefighters these days because everything's very health and safety these days, and everything's kind of not like it was thirty or forty years ago. Everything is kind of everything is very very tight when it comes to health and safety. Is that kind of are you quite strict on health and safety in the in the fire brigade in South Africa? Yeah, uh, if I get you correctly, because uh, I'm not receiving you very well. Oh, sorry, but if I yeah, health and, receiving you. Aye, health, health and safety, is it quite strict in South Africa or is it quite relaxed? It's quite strict. We've got uh, laws governing uh, safety uh, here in South Africa. We've got the Occupational Health and Safety Act. We've mm-hmm. got the Fire Brigade Act. We've got so uh, so many uh, laws and regulations that govern the safety. That's uh, good. We yeah. follow it. There will be culprits who ignore the safety rules. That's good. Like the terrible incident that happened uh, of late in the city of Johannesburg where the building was not safe according to standards. And we lost, uh, unfortunately, we lost uh, firefighters there. Oh, yeah, that's not so good. But mm. Yes, but uh, according to safety standards, we are quite checked up. 
Yeah. That's good. That's uh, good, good to know. Good to know. Making sure all the equipment is in use and correct. Do you, is the equipment quite old or is it quite new? Is it replaced on a regular basis? Stuff you use? Yeah, let me start by saying that we are a developing country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there will be gaps here and there. We've got quite good uh, municipalities which uh, are very well advanced. Like I work for the city of Tsane. Mm-hmm. We've got the best of technology when it comes to firefighting. Uh, competitive all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there will be a small village like Umzumkulu, my hometown, where we will only have one fire station in, in town, basically. And that's not enough for the population of Umzumkulu. Okay. You see, yes, but the the equipment that we use is quite of good standard. We use uh, TNT uh, tools. We use HEST. We use uh, Weber. Mm-hmm. We use, yeah, we use uh, the best of technology that is available. It will just depend on how much your budget is, right? As a municipality. So, is it generally on a general day-to-day basis when you go to work, whether it's doing a night shift or day shift? Is it relatively, I mean, is it generally busy, kept going, or you kind of just not, is it kind of, is it quite quiet these days? Yeah, it also depends on the uh, geography where you are, right. the region where you are. In the cities, we, we are busy every day. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, it's very rare that you run a, a shift without an incident. Right. The populations are high in the cities. Okay. City of Johannesburg, city of Ekurlini, city of Tsane, uh, Deben, Etewini, uh, city of Cape Town, mm-hmm. of Nelson Mandela. Is it? They are, yeah, they, they, there will be incidents almost every day. Okay. Uh, city of Tsane statistics run very high right. for incidents. So Fires me- and rescues. Right, okay. So, so medical calls as well. Right, okay. There's a lot of fires. There's a uh, a lot of fires in. So obviously, well, so I'm guessing there's more. What's what's more popular? The stats is it more fires or just more general incidents are kind of happening. It's a variety. There will variety. be glass fires. There will be rubbish fires. There will be car fires, house fires, train wow, so fires. It's just a big. Is it just fires? I suppose with the grass fires, that's because the weather can be when it's quite hot. You know. Yeah, in winter it's. Um, it's quite uh, extensive. You get many grass fires okay. because it's very dry. Right. It's dry season. Mm. We don't have snow that much, so the grass will be dry. The plantations will be dry. So you'll have a very uh, dry season. And if there's any carelessness, fire will start, you see. Right. That's yes. cool. Could be insane. Well, we'll take a, a small wee break. We'll give them the time to... Uh, damp his brow after sweating uh, for the first half hour of uh, <laughs> this interview. You can take a breather for two seconds. Uh, do, do some, uh, we'll play some more music and we'll, we'll just do a quick uh, shout outs and promos. You can tune in, we'll be back in a second with, uh, with Lindsay. You can tune in to heartsonlive.co.uk Monday to Friday from 6 30 in the morning UK time. That is 1 30 a.m. in the morning. Eastern Standard Time, that is 12.30 Central and 11.30, no, hang on, it's 10.30 actually, to get it right, it's Pacific Time, 10.30 the night before, if you tune in live, you'll hear Arise with Iloho 
on her morning show Monday to Friday and she has that for an hour from half past six until half past seven at UK time so you can work that out if you get your time, get your clocks out and you can work out the time zones uh, if you're listening but um, obviously Pacific time is eight hours as you can easily just work that backward, backwards and you'll be fine the rest is easy enough but uh, you can tune in to hear her show um, especially on a Friday uh, she's a uh, has a special guest DJ called Sh- Shoggy Tosh, and he does uh, his praise party on a Friday night. There's a uh, but there's throwback Thursday when it comes to Thursday, and there's I can't remember the rest of them. So I'm going to, <laughs> but I know she does. She's on every morning, and it's always it's always exciting, and it's always uh, lots of it's very high tempo, and you always have fun listening to her show from uh, six thirty in the morning, uh, Monday to Friday. So uh, you can tune into Rise with Aloha. We also give thanks to our KingdomBeads.com uh, with uh, Ephiel Etham who has uh, Kingdom Beads you can purchase. You can, if you want to do a custom design, you can go to cu- you can custom design your beads. Think, but through KingdomBeads.com, they sponsor the Arm Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders on HeartsOnLive.co.uk and also supporting Arise with the Loho as well. We are also selling T-shirts. We have uh, Ramsey Unleashed T-shirts, Arise with the Loho T-shirts, hoodies. Zip hoodies, sweatshirts, etc., etc. We are selling to raise money for the Aber Lower uh, Children's Charity and raising money for the uh, cancer ward at the NHS hospital in Edinburgh as well. We'd like to be able to raise some money before uh, Christmas. We'd like to try and get to at least about £1,000 if we can. We've got just over 100 so far and we'd like to push that. If you're interested in buying a t shirt, let us know. We'd be appreciate the use of the purchase and obviously supporting. These causes and charities, it should be great. So, um, but um, I'm going to play some music and we'll be back with Lindsay and we'll be back uh, talking a bit more about his book. Uh, but we'll talk a bit more about the fire, fire brigade. And uh, ladies, you can uh, cool off a bit. I know you maybe like a man, uh, maybe like a fireman, take photographs. And, but he's your man, maybe he's a, he woos the ladies, but we'll find out that later on. But, uh, but all good. But we'll tune in a bit of music with Chris Angeles. We've got the rhythm rhyme or reason uh, by rhyme or reason rhyme not reason. My glasses on my reading glasses. Blind is bad. But uh, we'll be uh, Chris Angeles song and uh, we'll be back after a couple of songs. Lisa Moore and Stuart Darietta, and we'll talk a bit more about Lindsay on his book and uh, just uh, as being a firefighter and life in general. We'll be back after this. Just a waste of time The only rhyme is 
can say The only rhyme is in the songs we sing And the reason is in everything Sometimes it makes no sense at all Oh, the only rhyme is in the songs we sing And the reason is everything Sometimes it makes no sense at all For who and how and why and when we Talked about the fun dance they had with him About the 
This is Afia Letha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on HeartsongLive.co.uk. Welcome back to Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on Heartsong Live. Uh, we have our guest, Lindsay, who is a farmer in South Africa. He's in the Shawani um, area of South Africa. And basically, we've just been hearing a little bit about what his life his um, background growing up that he, with his mum being a single mother and he had to travel between schools a lot and, and change and obviously when he eventually became the main breadwinner uh, starting off in a sawmill and eventually was struggling to find work but then joining the fire brigade and we've just had a bit of an insight to his training that it was very strict, it was tough and uh, basically just uh, some of the stuff that he has to deal with of, of big fires, he's been to Japan, he's been to Haiti uh, and some of the just the things he has to deal with on a general day-to-day basis within in South Africa because of the uh, well, it, it can be quite dry, a lot of grass fires and etc. etc. So and so it's been a nice few insight to hear what a farmer does. And obviously, they're risking their lives uh, for us to save us, ba- save to save us basically. So, but we're gonna. He's also written a book and he's just published a book. So we're gonna find out about, a bit more insight about the book and what's in it and why he decided to write it. So uh, welcome back. Are you still 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 there? You're still kind of conscious. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not like popped off your perch yet. You know. You're still there. So yeah, tell. Back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell us about your book. Tell us uh, the name of your book. Tell us why you decided to write a book, and tell us how you found authors in business with Desiree Lee. Okay. Uh, my book is called Firefighter First and Foremost. Hmm. Uh, I started writing the book in 2008 in my language, my uh, birth language is Zulu. Okay. You know, I wanted to honor my mother when I started writing the book because uh, I loved her. I, you know, I, I admired her. She, she was a very strong uh, woman. So I said, let me start writing a book about her. But because of the Colossus a person that she was, uh, I couldn't really figure out how to write a book about such a great person that I admire. So I stopped midway. Uh, I said, okay, let me write about myself. So in 2010, I started writing about myself, and I said the name of my book is Firefighter. Along the way, I said, okay, let me change it and write the name as Firefighter first and foremost. Because mm-hmm. I think uh, firefighters, uh, I respect the, the, the career. I respect the people that are firefighters. So I said, let me write something in honor of firefighters, because I'm also one of them. And I would love to write a book that can you know, 
just be admired also by people. I hope that people can read the story about a firefighter from uh, a hometown, simple hometown in Mzimku. So I started writing in 2010 and then early uh, in my writing, then the earthquake in Japan happened, in Haiti uh-huh. happened and I was stressed for a while after that incident. I stopped writing and I started writing again. You know this thing of writer's block? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So for for about seven years, I've been trying to finish the book. And eventually last year, I finished it. Only to learn that uh, to publish a book is not so easy. But when I was in Japan uh, with the earthquake and tsunami there, the people saw us responding to, to Japan earthquake, and they were asking me, why am I not connected on Facebook and all WhatsApp and all this social media stuff? Mm-hmm. So I started becoming active also on the social media. Uh, after finishing writing the book, then I met uh, authors in business via this relief. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful person she is. So I teamed up with her. We got the book published. Fantastic. On the third of on the third of uh, this month. Yes, my book is basically about how I grew up and what I experienced as a as a young man. Mm-hmm. My work experiences and joining the fire brigade. Now there is a saying in the fire brigade that. Uh, Firefighters are born, and, you know, it's either you are a firefighter or you are not a firefighter. Right. Uh, some people will say, you know, you cannot go and look for a job as a firefighter. You are called to be a firefighter, which is what I believe also. So it's a calling because if it was a, a, a job, then, you know, you wouldn't do it for so long. I've been doing I've been a firefighter since 2000, 2000. So for 18 years, I've been a firefighter. So it's a calling because there are dangers involved. A firefighter is, uh, is exposed to high temperatures, smoke that can kill you, toxic gases, you know, all those dangers that can, you're risking your life basically. So you, no one will just risk life for something that they don't like. So that's how I wanted to structure my book, to say people must understand firefighters are also human beings, but uh, it's not that they are desperate, we are just doing what we love. Okay. Have you... <clears throat> so what when you met Desiree Lee, I mean, what was your first... When you started doing social media, when you first met Desiree Lee, what was your kind of, how did you, I mean, how did you meet her? Did you, was it through, and what, what platform did you find out where, who she, how, was it Periscope or was it something else or how did you meet her? I only met her on Facebook. I've, <laughs> I've only communicated via uh, social media and also on telephone with her. Okay. But she's a fantastic person. We, we clicked, so to say. What 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 platform was it? Was it Facebook? You, you connected with her, yeah. On Facebook, I can't remember the site, but I saw on Facebook. Uh, yeah, it was on some other site. I think it was 
self-publishing sites where I was looking for for assistance and I met the head there. Cool, that's fantastic. That's, uh, yes. That's good. And then the problem is now uh, marketing the book. So I'm very happy that I got this interview with you. No worries. Uh, because I, I don't have a good budget for the, for the book. Uh, that's why I had to go and look elsewhere other than in my in my country because it's very expensive. So I've got a very good deal with uh, Desiree Lee uh, Incorporated. That's good. That's fantastic. That's great news. Yeah. So yes. have you met? Have you found meeting other authors in the authors and business platform? Not yet. Not yet. I hope it will happen soon. You've not met. You've not. Have you? Or you've not met them yet? Have you just? Have you had a chance to chat to them via social media? We just chat on social media. I chat with a few of them, like their comments and you know, you comment also here and there. <laughs> That's good. It's quite, a, it's quite a lovely family, I must say. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, she Desiree. I, I met Desiree. I mean, she and was the debut of the relaunch of Ramsey on the relaunch of with Ramsey Unleashed. Going beyond, going, bleh, going beyond borders, put my teeth in there. Um, yeah. yeah, she was the debut, um, and I've known her for the best part of four years now. And I mean, seen her when she was just starting out, when she was in the position like yourself, starting out <laughs> and writing her. So she was kind of at that stage, and where she's come from uh, in the last four years is incredible. Now she's created a brand, and she is a brand now. And how she's grown, so it's very fantastic. So it's good that she is now being that sort of mentor to many new authors out there, and uh, helping myself, yeah, yourself, helping yeah. them to grow and develop and actually get a book out there and published. Uh, so basically, there's a lot of people who are obviously writing books and just kind of got stuck. And she helps. She she kind of gives you that push and gets you finished and gets it published and gets it out there, and the rest is history really so which is the fantastic work that she does um and which is great and i'm grateful that she's doing this for um i'm happy to support we're at hearts online we're happy to support her community and what she does which is great and to see see people who accomplish many things of course yes of course look uh, i also got the assistance of uh, my editor mr stephen webb mm -hmm. uh, i I met him via a friend whom I used to work with, Claudia Tupesi. Mm -hmm. uh, so all the people that uh, helped me along the process, I would like to acknowledge them. Uh, no problem. Go ahead. The community, the community that is going to buy my book as well. I, I want to uh, thank them in advance already. And those that have bought the book, I say thank you. And I also want to say thank you to your listeners uh, all over the world, and especially the in Edinburgh. Scotland, mm -hmm. but I've got uh, also very dear uh, special thanks to my wife and my children here at home. Uh, I'm a father of three biological children. My first daughter is Lindogutle, cool. my second daughter is Bazolutle, and my uh, son is Sipesile. Thank and you. Then we thank you for adopted. Will he follow in your will he follow in your father's footsteps? Become a farmer? My father. No, your son. Will your son follow in your son? <laughs> will he become a farmer? 
He says he wants to be an engineer. He's, uh, he's nine years old and he says he wants to be an engineer. Yeah, well, hope we'll, it is. We'll have to wait and see. See what happens. Yes. I'm a grandfather also. A grandfather? Wow. Yes. My daughter is uh, is a mother to a grand, to my granddaughter. How old your, your daughter? My daughter is 18. 18 and you're uh, she's got a kid already. My word. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, she she fell pregnant and well we had to support her and she uh, gave birth to a lovely grandchild of mine. So uh, a, gra- a grandpa yes. 42. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, life wow. happens, eh? Yeah, it does, eh? <laughs> but uh, but to, to also add on that, we've got a fourth child, uh, my sister-in-law's child. Uh, she's 20, and my lovely Londiwe uh, Lamini. She's my sister-in-law's child. Mm-hmm. She came when she was very, very young. Right. So we stay with her to, in Pretoria. Uh, I've got a house here in Pretoria, and we travel now and then back to Guazulu Natal because uh, it's very far, so we travel in between the holidays. That's cool. That's good. Yes, yes. So, so go, so go. Well, um, is there anything else you want to kind of add to your? Uh, you want to think about? You can. Well, you can think about it in a second. Well, uh, we're trying to chuckle in our song if I can. If I, but uh, yeah, if you yeah, I'd like to add uh, a few a few uh, points. Mm-hmm. Uh, for just for the public out there, we I've got some tips for them that they must take as far as um, fire safety uh, pointers. Okay. People, people mustn't uh, play around with fire. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. The fire is a very dangerous. Uh, play with thing. fire. Play with fire, you get burned. Uh, yes, yes. So that's where we start, and they must also understand the, the chemistry of fire. Fire starts because there's oxygen, there's heat, and there's material. So if you eliminate one of those uh, basic things then the fire won't start. So in case of uh, a fire, you must also call the fire brigade and keep calm and you know call the correct number in your local jurisdiction. Tell them who you are, where you are, correct address, and tell them what is happening exactly. You see, that is uh, one of the points I wanted to, to raise. The public, they must play safe. Uh, the other thing that I would like also to pass is that uh, I'm a very um, a shy person, but thanks to you, I managed to uh, go through this interview. Uh, but also, I'm very happy that I'm a believer. I'm mm-hmm. a Christian. Cool. My very my favorite verse in the Bible is Isaiah 40, verse 31. Mm-hmm. It speaks, speaks about uh, hope. Uh, that if you wait upon the Lord, you'll be renewed afresh mm-hmm. every time. So uh, that's my my philosophy. I also go with the faith that firefighters have that it is good to uh, lose your life for the benefit of uh, other people. And in, in Colossians 6 verse 9, it says, don't stop doing good. Because at the end you will reap uh, a good harvest from from the Lord. Uh, basically, that is 
my uh, my story, uh, Mr. Ramsey. No worries. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. It's a pleasure. So, uh, yes. well, what we'll do is we'll have all your links in the show notes. This goes out as a podcast. Every show that's done recorded live or pre-recorded goes out as a podcast afterwards. Uh, so people okay. can re-listen to it again anytime, anywhere across the world. Like you can listen to, you can tune into heartsonglive.co.uk via the website, via the app. You can we have a, an app. It's called a, uh, just type in Heart Song Live, and you'll find the app on your phone. You can listen to us anywhere, anywhere, anytime. Whatever. Excuse me. You can um um so you can tune in anywhere where. Uh, if you're listening, it happens to be awake. Um, if you're awake, you're in South Africa time at 7.30 in the morning. You can tune in and you'll hear Arise with Eloho at 6.30 UK time. Uh, it's Monday to Friday, so you'll, um, you can tune in any time from next week. I think she's taking a little bit of a break next week, because it's uh, maybe um, there's a few bugs going around, so I think it's just taking it a little bit easy, so... Uh, There'll be a few uh, probably stand-ins for, uh, for next week. But the week after, she'll be back, ready to rock and roll with the rise of the low and waking everybody up on Hearts On Live Monday to Friday around Edinburgh and the, our local area as well. So if you're tuning in around the world or you're in Edinburgh tuning in, you'll be wide awake and ready to rock with the Aloha. But yeah, it's been great to have Lindsay on the show. It's been great to have him um, and hearing what it's like to be a firefighter. Obviously, they are heroes because they are risking their life to run into a burning building to save us. And that goes out to people who, not all firefighters make it, some lose their life. And it's uh, realising they are the hero and basically because they're taking, risking their life for us. And we are grateful, like people who go to go to war or any any type of service, public service that they are doing to risk their, risking their lives for us, to, um, for our situation. So... We are obviously take our hat off to them and we're grateful for their service and what they do. So uh, it's obviously a privilege to be able to uh, chat. And uh, what's your do you watch? Let's say uh, do you watch any like American TV at all? Do you get a chance to see any stuff like like fire like Chicago Fire or anything like that? Yes, yes, we we do watch on TSTV. Uh, we watch uh, Chicago Fire. We watch Chicago Police. Chicago this. Chicago that. Do you, do you enjoy and it? And we all. Very much. Lo- there are also programs from Britain as well that we watch uh, about firefighters and police there. Cool. Watch. Yeah, we, we, we get the chance to watch what? Uh, programs. What? All over the what do you think of Chicago Fire? It's a great, uh, it's a great uh, show. Uh, it's very realistic. It's very, very uh, addictive. It's very inspirational. Yeah. It's very addictive. I absolutely love it. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I watch all of them. Chica- yeah. Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Fire. I uh, love it to bits. Yeah, it's, it's very well done. Yeah, it's yeah, very well done. It's a good show. Very good show. I highly recommend it if you've never seen these. If you're get get yourself watching these programs, very very well done, etc. So uh, yeah, on my my on my relaxation time, I like to listen to music and I also write poems. All right, uh, poems. You write. And what kind of poems do you write? Yeah. What kind of poem? Instinctively. I'll, I'll write anything about anything. I'll write instinctively. There we go. Like, yeah, I can write about a tree. I can write... If you if you see on my Facebook profile, I wrote about a fire engine that we 
Uh, it was decommissioned. Uh, right. Somebody bought it on auction and it was renovated, so to say. Cool. And I saw it on Facebook and I got fell in love with it, so I wrote a poem about it. So I can write about you. <laughs> there we go. That's fantastic. Great yes, gift. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're maybe gonna... to, maybe go ahead. Sorry, Ramsey. No, no, go ahead. Maybe that will be my my next book. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. Lots of poems, lots of poems. That could be a wee book of poems, your book part two. Could be a good wee, could be nice. Yes, yes. But all your poems that you you write about things could be quite interesting as well. So, but anyway, we're going to wrap up, we're going to wrap up the show because time is ticking on and there there's a, another show coming on at nine o'clock. Um, okay. But there's a, so time, it, I got into trouble last time because one of my interviews I went over and I got, ooh, I got... I got shot. Not quite, but anyway. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we are going to wrap up things. Time is ticking on. We appreciate you coming on uh, Hearts on Live. Ramsey on going beyond borders. We are going beyond borders. I am back in the studio. I'm back from the holiday after a bit of a time off. Uh, I'm excited. The plans going forward for what we're doing uh, and the kind of calibre of people we're going to be interviewing and hearing different stories and different backgrounds and helping build a community on through Ramsey Unleashed, through Rise with the Flow, through Hearts On Live, the platform we are here to develop and grow and just build um, and inspire. And that's what our sh- my show's about. And that's what her show's about. We're here to inspire, be inspiring and to support the community and people around about us. So uh, we want to thank you for tuning in to Ramsey Unleashed, Going Beyond Borders. And uh, we look forward to your support and please purchase some t-shirts well, the link will be there you can buy it through the Hearts Online website and uh, if you're looking for a hoodie we'll just send us your size we'll give you the cost and if you're uh, a bit more than obviously t-shirts uh, or zip hoodies or whatever you might want you can also buy Kingdom Beads from to kingdombeads.com there's also we do we've got people who are who do soap as well a number of things if you're interested please get in touch or find us contact us via the website that would be great but uh, thank you for tuning in to the show and thank you to Lindsay uh, and uh, everyone have a great time wherever you are in the world and we'll catch up with you next time as you have been listening to Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonglive.co.uk take it easy and have a good one bye bye now <laughs>